powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. <sighs> See, I have a lot of problems about what we just watched. I have a lot of problems in general. Um, but I have a lot of problems with what we just witnessed tonight in Columbus at Nationwide Arena in Johnny Gaudreau's first game against his former team. There's a lot of storylines that came into this game, and we're going to talk about those. It was a, I see a comment right here, dumpster fire of a game. Um, we have a lot of things to air out here on Game Over Calgary. Welcome to the show. My name is Audie James, and we're going we're gonna to talk it out, Flames fans. We're going to talk it out because uh, it, was, um, it was something. It was something. Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. And if you did bet uh, on no goal scorers for the Flames, you almost hit it tonight. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. And as Canuck Clay in the comments suggests, he thought the Flames were going to come back. So you can bet live in play on uh, things like that as well. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Um, and if you or someone you know is having issues with gambling, lots of resources out there, uh, some of them in the show notes, um, please don't be afraid to reach out for help if you do need it for that stuff. Um, as I mentioned, lots and lots and lots of things went wrong tonight. For the Calgary Flames. Things didn't look very good. Um, look, I came here to win hockey games. I mean, sorry. I came here to talk about wins. Uh, and that's something the Calgary Flames didn't do tonight. It was a bad game on many levels. The one thing that I will say, and I'm not going to stand for any of this in the comments. So if anybody's going to be in here telling me that this was Jacob Markstrom's fault, I'm going to gladly or kindly ask you to uh, maybe go find another show because Jacob Markstrom... Yeah, he let in the first goal or first shot of the game tonight. Wasn't the greatest uh, thing that led up to that, uh, that transpired prior to that goal going in. Um, but yeah, he was, if anything, I think he kept this team in this game more than uh, more than anybody else did. So um, yeah, I won't stand for that. Um, and you know what? The worst part about this, it's almost the Christmas season. Almost time to snuggle up, watch Christmas movies, listen to songs like I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas, drink eggnog. And speaking of eggnog, let's talk about more things that I hate because a lot of those, I hate eggnog. Um, speaking of eggnog and things that I hate, a lot of things happened tonight that I didn't like. Lots of comments right now saying, yeah, Lucic needs to sit. We're going to talk about that because Milan Lucic, I put out a tweet just before we went live. Um, and for those of you listening on playback, you can see it on my, uh, on my Twitter the um, Milan Lucic played five minutes and two seconds tonight, which if I'm not mistaken, is, and I wish, I hope Gould is in here. If Gould's in here, he can correct me. It's got to be his lowest ice time since, I think he said his rookie season, the last time when he played like 5-14. So he's pretty much bench. He didn't play in the third period. Um, so that's pretty telling of what kind of player we have in Milan Lucic now. It's the kind of guy who's not going to play for an entire period. And is that kind of guy worth keeping in your lineup? If I'm the coach, I'm saying no, but I'm not the coach. 
Daryl Sutter's the coach, and <laughs> Sutter knows best, right, folks? Sutter knows best. But the storyline coming into this one that I really wanted to talk about, because I've been beating the drum. I talked about it. I talk about it at length on these shows leading up to when it inevitably happened, leading up to yesterday when we find out that Matthew Phillips has been recalled from AHL Calgary. And all of us collectively put our hands up like this and we start clapping. AHL scoring leader, tied for first in the AHL with goals. Let's go. What more can this kid do to show that he deserves a shot in the NHL? And he gets called up. That's perfect. Then we find out, okay, he's taking line rushes on the fourth line. Okay, maybe not the spot that I would have liked to see him start. I was a little upset, but at the end of the day, at least he's going to get some ice time. And then let's fast forward to just before the game starts. We see a tweet from Eric Francis. We see a tweet from Ryan Leslie saying, you know what? It looks as though Matthew Phillips is not going to play tonight. And that was frustrating because we all knew that Kevin Rooney had to clear waivers and Redeem Zahorna was not at Calgary Wranglers practice. Everybody assumed, okay, this guy's going to be the next one up when Kevin Rooney inevitably gets claimed or (laughs) by some miracle if somebody claimed him or if he makes his way down to AHL Calgary. We find out he clears. We find out Zahorna just happens to be in Columbus, took a took a civilian flight, just said, screw it, I'm not playing for the Wranglers tonight. I'm going to head to Columbus and see what's good in Ohio. Can anybody answer that? What's good in Ohio? <laughs> what's good in Ohio, folks? I, I genuinely have not been, so I don't know what's good in Ohio. But it's hilarious. All the memes are <laughs> typical Ohio this, typical Ohio that. Um, anyway, so he just happens to be in Ohio. And what's one of the things that Daryl Sutter has been beating the drum of forever, as long as we can remember, and that's size. Matthew Phillips did not play tonight because he is five foot eight and 155 pounds, but because he's small and because Radim Zahorna big, six foot six, 220, he gets to play tonight instead of the AHL's leading score. And I'm not, this isn't, uh, this isn't a dig on Zahorna at all, actually. This is not a dig at Zahorna whatsoever. Um, it is frustrating, however, to see a player like Matthew Phillips who has done everything he could to earn this call-up. He gets called up. And you know what? We find out later, Eric Francis reports that, you know, he knew that he wasn't going to be playing tonight. Uh, he's going to play in the top six. They want Zahorna to play uh, on the fourth line, blah, blah, blah. He played six minutes tonight too. So he was pretty much a, a non-factor. I, I mean, I think he made the fourth line a little bit better, but that fourth line needs a lot more than Redeem Zahorna to be a little bit better. Okay. Um, as we know, the Calgary Flames lose this hockey game. Let's go and have a look at some of our lovely comments. There's a lot of comments. We've got 36 people watching. If you are enjoying what you're seeing so far, we're going to get into some more Matthew Phillips talk. We're going to talk about Johnny Gaudreau, um, or as Andrew Berkshire said, that guy named Johnny, um, <laughs> more so as a meme to my, uh, my little uh, dig at Matthew Kachuk there. Um, but if you are enjoying it, please help the algorithm help us. Hit that thumbs up. And we can, uh, you know, let's get some more people in here because I have something right beside me. I'm feeling very generous tonight because I'm not in a very good mood after that. I've had a bad day. Matthew Phillips got called up. I was was on cloud nine. Find out he's not playing. 
all right, not the greatest. The Flames lose. Ah, not great. They lose to the worst team in the Eastern Conference. That's going to sting a little bit. So I want someone to have a better night than I. I have something beside me. It's signed by two members of, well, two NHLers, one currently playing for the Calgary Flames and one former Calgary Flame. I'm going to reveal that in a little bit here, um, and we're going to do a bit of a trivia question at the end. We'll get all of our entries in, and at random, we will pick someone, and they will be going going home. They will be receiving this um, this signed piece of merchandise. So, to the chat we go. Let's get more people in here. Uh, the, let's see here. Oh, boy, lots of people here. David, uh, I see you, buddy. How you doing? Um, Liz, I'm dying. This is the best game over opening I've ever seen. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad that you can laugh at my pain. And that's um, <laughs> my displeasure can make other people happy. That's kind of uh, that's what I'm getting here. Uh, Will saying, sure, sounds like I didn't miss much. Uh, the first two goals were in the first period. Flames had enough time to come back, but they did not. Second period, they had no offense. Uh, they had no offense up until, their, in, until they played a six on four and happened to fucking score. On a six on four, so they, they the the offense was abysmal all night. Uh, it was not a good hockey game, and we're going to talk about Mackenzie Weger too because this was arguably, for my money, the worst I've seen Mackenzie Weger play since he's come over to Calgary. Um, left-handed penman, shambolic. Yes, it was shambolic. What happens to Rooney that he has cleared waivers? Uh, he is he reported to uh, AHL Calgary, so he is with the Wranglers. I believe he's actually playing tonight. So. The team hopped on a plane and went to Columbus, and they just said, you know what, Rooney? <laughs> uh, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, we're going to leave you here. So he stayed, cleared waivers, by not not to anybody's surprise. Um, greetings from Ontario's capital, Toronto. I watched the game during which the offense went as ice cold as I typically like to drink beer. Yes, it was. Uh, if I had any beer in the house, there would uh, there would be no beer left because they drove me to drink tonight. Um, if Lucci's... <laughs> I'm not going to read that. Please don't do that uh, if that's the case, Jacob. But yes, if Lucic plays tomorrow, I think there's a problem going against the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow. Um, but, 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 let's see. Lucic needs to sit. Uh, does my eggnog have rum? I don't like the taste of eggnog to begin with. Um, so no. Uh, Lucic played about five minutes the other night, two versus Minnesota. Yeah, um... You know what? And and that's the, the people that are the, the Milan Lucic uh, beaters of drums or whatever you want to call them. Saying that Milan Lucic is amazing or like some people say, oh, Milan Lucic was amazing or oh, Milan Lucic is amazing. Saying that Milan Lucic is amazing is like saying that Coke Zero is bad. It's just a bold lie. Just a bold lie. Coke Zero is elite. And Milan Lucic is not good. So... That's my comparison to that. Don't ask me how I came up with that. But that's a that would be a bold lie. A bold, bold lie. Um, what do you mean? Line rushes with Trevor Lewis is definitely a recipe for success. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. It sure seems like it. Um, <laughs> let's get a couple more comments here, and then we'll get back on track here on Game Over Calgary. Saturday's game versus my hometown Leafs will be interesting because of what I predict will be a determination to score goals early and often as good as the Leafs have recently been. We were supposed to make Johnny jealous of us. <laughs> that did not happen. Are we sure he cleared? I think we should check again. Yeah, just in case somebody meant, uh, meant to pick him up, but they missed the mark. Um, this was the worst game of the season tonight. My only hope is that Phillips is in tomorrow against Toronto, and they actually have a good game. That would be my hopes as well. Uh, Pepsi Max steals Coke Zero's lunch money. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. And then here's Clay. Hey, bro, I've been to Ohio, and I've been to that arena, although not for a hockey game. Ohio is nice. 
but it's certainly no Vancouver or Calgary. P.S. Pepsi is the best. That one coming from Clay, whose face is on a Pepsi billboard ad in Vancouver. So there is a little bit of bias there, but we still love uh, we still love our friend uh, our friend Canuck Clay. Um, as for Ohio, I've I, that building sounded loud tonight when they got the CBJ chants going. Um, something I wish the Saddle Dome could do. I went to Kevin Hart last night at the Saddle Dome, and first of all, hilarious, so funny. Like I had the time of my life watching Kevin Hart do his stand up. Secondly, that place got loud, loud for Kevin Hart, and and it wasn't even like obviously it was probably sold out, but they don't sell like the I don't think they sell the press level, and there's seats behind the stage that are vacant. That place was the loudest I ever heard it when Kevin Hart was coming on the stage. Something I wish that Flames fans would do um, in Calgary for the Calgary Flames. So something we didn't see tonight. Yeah, Robert, hockey happened. It did happen. It seemed to happen. Something happened. It was not good. Um, excuse me. As I have gas issues with my, you know, I ate a whole large pizza tonight and I'm burping like crazy. So I, I apologize. Um, if I have to take a pause to, <laughs> to help, um, I'm, I'm rambling. Um, the one thing we didn't see tonight that I really wanted to see, and we talked about it a little bit before, but Matthew Phillips, uh, we didn't get to see the battle of the short Kings. One goes into the dirty areas, collects pucks, isn't afraid to, uh, take a hit, you know, leads the HL in scoring. And the other one is afraid of the cannon at Nationwide Arena, and he was pointless tonight as well, if I'm pretty sure. Uh, although it isn't isn't fair to compare the two, um, it's like comparing apples and some fruit that no one has ever heard of, like kumquat, because it's like, you know, Matthew Phillips and Johnny Gaudreau. But I wanted to see our short kings um, face off against one another. I wanted to see Matthew Phillips. I wanted to see him in the lineup so bad, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm rambling about it, but... I wanted to see Matty Phillips. I want to see Johnny Gaudreau. And I have a problem with what Daryl Sutter said about going up against the Columbus Blue Jackets. We need size. He's, I have the quote here. I was listening to the radio on the way home. 960. Um, Daryl Sutter made comments about Matthew Phillips saying that he has the skill set, has the work ethic, the competitiveness, but lacks size. And I'm like, lacks size. Okay, yeah, whatever. Last I checked, skill set, work ethic, competitiveness. What else did he say? Drive, power. It's about drive. It's about power. Whatever. Is what you need in today's NHL. Size is great, but at what cost? That's, that's the note I took. Size is great, but at what cost? Milan Lucic has size. He played 502 tonight and is arguably, I'm not even going to say arguably, he's the worst skater that, on this team right now. He is the worst in the lineup almost every night. Maybe not tonight because Mackenzie Weger was horrendous. But on any given night, he's usually one of, if not the worst, on the ice. Um, so size is great, but at what cost? Skill is great. This is a very skilled league. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, I'm reading some of the comments. Um, size is great, but at what cost? Yeah, it's like... It's funny because I, I put it in my notes and then I saw a tweet from my friends over at uh, the Wind Column. If you're a Calgary Flames fan, first of all, go check out their work. A bunch of great writers over there. Um, and they tweeted uh, from their Wind Column account what I wrote down. Size is great, but at what cost? Daryl Sutter is literally 5'11 and 175, I put for fuck's sakes, and he played in the NHL. 5'11, 175 when he played in the NHL. Matthew Phillips is, what, 5'8", 155, I think he's listed at. Like, 
you're going to really pick on the little guys and like you weren't like the biggest of guys. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It's frustrating. It, it, it's, it's doesn't make much sense to me. Um, on the pregame show as well, the coaches show on Sportsnet 960, Kirk Muller said that the Flames got better in their homestand but still weren't where they want to be in terms of speed and skill, which is Matthew Phillips' music, which is get Milan Lucic out of the lineup music because he doesn't bring you skill or speed, yet he's still in the lineup every single night. James Johnson, you know I'm going to give one column love. You know I'm going to give one column love. Um, quick call to action while we're here. Let's get uh, more people in here. we got 34 in here now. Be sure to hit like if you haven't done so already. Help us with that algorithm. Get more Flames fans. Uh, if there's any Columbus Blue Jackets fans in here, I welcome them. I would love to talk about what we just saw from their perspective as well. But let's get more people in here. Uh, we are going to be doing a giveaway. Um, let's start getting some guesses in the chat. I did mention there were two players on this signed piece of memorabilia that we will be giving away tonight. One is a current Calgary Flame. The other is a former Calgary Flame. Get some guesses in the chat as well uh, right away here, and we will um, we will continue on our uh, on our little show here, our post-game show uh, here on Game Over Calgary on the SDPN Sports YouTube channel. So, um, yeah, it was frustrating. And Mackenzie Weger had a bad game. I'm not going to pin everything on him. Uh, I think that's unfair. I'm going to look, though. I'm I'm just bringing up natural stat trick here. Uh, or, sorry, money puck. Uh, let's have a look at money puck at 5-on-5 five five expected goals percentages. Let's go by lines, forward lines. The robinson Corrali olivier line was at 100% expect or 100% on this chart. JJ, if you're still here, explain what this chart means. All I know is that... The Flames' first line was at the very bottom of Hubert Lindholm to Foley at 19.05, followed by Lucic Zahorna Lewis at 23.19%. Um, let's put it this way the Flames' best forward line was Manjapani Kadre Dubé, uh, expected goals for 0.33, and like the worst line for the, for the um, Blue Jackets tonight was 0.57, and that was the line A Roslovic uh, Chinnikov line. So, yeah, not great, not great looks here. Final ice time. Yeah, Milan Lucic had five minutes and two seconds of ice time <laughs> with a 0.066 expected goals. Um, leading the way tonight in terms of time on ice for the Calgary Flames was Nazem Kadri, 2046. Um, but I want to go find Mackenzie Weger, who had 17 minutes and 30 seconds of ice time tonight. And I want to see if, uh, if, if they have his, uh, his penalties. Cause he took some, let's see here. Mackenzie Weger, um, 0 0.021 expected goals, but I want to see the defensive stuff. 26 shifts, one shift in the offense. Oh, one ozone start. Yeah. He wasn't great. He really wasn't great. There's a lot of numbers here, and, and it's not indicating that he had a very good hockey game. Um, he has a turnover in the first period that leads to the second goal. Um, Fl Flames did win the height per 60 in the game. Yeah, well, that's perfect. That's exactly what we wanted. <laughs> um, 
Sorry, I'm just reading some stuff here. Yes, so uh, he had a really bad ozone turnover that led to the rush going the other way, uh, which led to the 2-0 goal for the Columbus Blue Jackets. He took some bad penalties. He's had some bad turnovers. I've been seeing more and more from Mackenzie Weger that it seems like it's just like he, he panics when he has the puck sometimes in the ozone. Um, yeah, as James says, that was a tough game for uh, from Mac Weeks. Uh, Amon, somehow Lucic is doing even worse because with five minutes of ice time, he isn't even doing any cardio anymore. Imagine like going to the gym and just running on the treadmill for five minutes and two seconds. That's pretty much what Milan Lucic did tonight, but with like way less effort because there's no effort from Milan Lucic anymore. And I feel bad. I genuinely do to segue onto Lucic again. I feel bad because like, what's he going to do? Say no to signing that contract. Like if I was Milan Lucic, I would sign that money, but now it's just like a boat anchor and, uh, and, and he's bad. So, um, he was a, a, a semi-effective player once upon a time, like when Boston won their cup in 2011, um, I know James, you were like 10, so you might not remember, but like he just parked his ass in front of the net. Um, he just parked his ass in front of the net and just like tapped in garbage goals, which was fine. And like on the power play, that was great because you have this big fucking behemoth of a human Milan Lucic, who's got that big obnoxious guard on the back of, on his upper back. Um, and he just stands in front of the net and he gets good screens on the power play. The Bruins power play in 2011 was, was really good. Uh, and yeah, he, he, he's just not that guy anymore. The league is past players like Milan Lucic, but Daryl Sutter, so reluctant to not put this guy in the lineup that he'll play him. He's on the, he's on the starting lineup. He's going to play. He's going to dress for this game, but the, 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 the frustrating part, this is what fucking drives me nuts. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit, um, flustered. What drives me nuts is he's so willing to play that fourth line and put out guys like Milan Lucic and put out guys up until the other day like Kevin Rooney and Brett Ritchie and Trevor Lewis. Um, he's so okay with it. And then he benches them. And does that not handcuff you even more as a team? When your fourth line plays, well, when one of your fourth liners plays zero minutes in the third period and you've got to double shift other guys? Like, is your fourth line not supposed to be like what like, uh, Daryl Sutter's fourth line, he wants them to get the, go out there, get the puck, chip it deep, and call it a date. They can't even fucking do that. They can't even do that. Milan Lucic is horrendous with the puck. He had a turnover in the first period in his offensive zone that almost results, or sorry, in the D zone that almost resulted in a scoring chance the other way for Columbus. This was like he can't even. They can't even break the puck out. And I know the rest of the team. Uh, the rest of the team, you know, didn't do any favors, but like, I just don't get it. The willingness, like other teams, fourth lines are at least somewhat effective. Daryl Sutter wants, like uh, Sutter seems allergic to want to roll out four good lines. And that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm on and you get it. I know you get it. I know a lot of people get it. And it's like, I just, I, I don't understand the. And I'm going down a rabbit hole, but it's like, it's, I was venting. I literally got home from my day job today and my fiance, like she just, I just walked in the door. Oh, how's your day? And I started venting because <laughs> I knew that I'm like listening to guys on the radio today too, just defending. Oh yeah. Well, it's a good thing. They didn't play, uh, play Matthew Phillips tonight. Like, 
just old hockey guys. Like they just don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do know more than me. Um, just started tuning in. So apologies if this was already discussed, but with Francis saying that they want Phillips in the top six, are we thinking the line would be Phillips, Kadri, Monge? Okay. I can't remember him on, but if you can find the lines that JJ tweeted out the other day about, um, what it would look like with Matty Phillips in the top six, um, that's what I went with. I can't remember if that's exactly what it looked like. Phillips, Kadri, Monge. Um, cause I know I don't want to break up Backland Coleman. I think they've been good, um, but I think Dubé is the obvious one to get the demotion on that line. So, yes, I think that's that's kind of what I would go with. Uh, Boston has Craig Smith on their fourth line. We have Lucci. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, it's it's different. Flames are outshot. Flames outshot the Columbus Blue Jackets 32-27, won 53% of all faceoffs, and were barely out hit 14-12, but took way too many penalties and went over yeah on the power play. And that's another thing too is like the power play just started heating up again. Um and now they get all these they get a plethora of power plays and they just can't seem to finish. So it's frustrating. Anyways, um let's keep going. Let's keep it rolling here. This has been a really good episode. I appreciate all the feedback in uh the comment section. If you're listening on playback, I appreciate you listening uh the next day and listening to me ramble. Hopefully you can take something away from what I'm saying and hopefully understand where a lot of us are coming from as uh, as the Flames faithful. But all of you in here now, there's 38 of you as I can see right now. Let's uh, let's hit that like button. Let's get some more shares in here. I didn't see many uh, suggestions or guesses yet for who the two players on this signed. Oh, I've seen a couple here. There's uh, Will saying Backlund and Iggy. It is not. Uh, Toffoli and Monty. That's a good one. I actually think... I'll have to look, but I think I have a Toffoli. Don't tell, uh, don't tell Robert, but I'm looking on my little shelf here. I think there might be a Tyler Toffoli autograph somewhere in here. It's not Toffoli and Monaghan though. Uh, Monaghan Lindholm. It's not that Gaudreau and Lindholm. Not that either. Maybe I overhyped it. <laughs> um, Backlund and Lanny. That would be cool. Um, Audie, did you notice that huge Lindholm hit in the third? I've never seen that. Yeah, they were, uh, I think they were shorthanded, I think. Um, but either way, yeah, it was uh, it was a big hit. JJ for Jack Adams, back on the Lenny. Okay, we'll get a couple more guesses in the chat right now with all 38 of you. Get more people in here. If we can get to 50 people watching, that's 12 more people. I'll reveal it right now. Um, if not, we'll wait till the end of the episode. Uh, Adi, Lucic sucks. He does. And I know, Clay, you especially think so just because of uh, 2011. So I'll keep the 2011 talk to a minimum. Uh, Manjapani and Tangay. Nope, Theo Fleury and Lucic. If it was Theo Fleury, I would be burning it. Um, and I would be burning it and throwing it in the garbage and whatever you can do to deface something that is worthless to you. I would be doing whatever it took if it was Theo Fleury. Um, so to conclude things a little bit here, uh, all I want now, what, it, like, what do you want now? That's another thing I want to kind of turn, flip the script on. Like, I, I, I want Matthew Phillips in the lineup. I'm not opposed to Zahorna staying. I don't think Zahorna was terrible. I mean, I don't think it was great, but I don't think he was terrible. One is not a goalie, by the way, Justin. Um, another thing I want is like, is Jacob Peltier in the lineup? Like, I would like a Pelche call-up at some point. Like, could we all just pretend that we're airplanes and night sky, like, shooting stars? Because I could really use a motherfucking wish right now. 
and one of those wishes would be Jacob Pelche in the lineups. Uh, and it wasn't, and, and it was a bit of a ball buster too, because Matthew Phillips didn't even play tonight. So um, anyways, what do you want next? They play uh, not poor Theo, poor Theo, as if poor Theo. Anyway, sorry. I had to call out the poor Theo comment. Yeah. Poor Theo, <laughs> poor Theo. Oh, that's funny. Um, it's never poor Theo. That's a good one. Um, but anyways, um, I lost my train of thought because the poor Theo comment just kind of blew me, blew my mind. Um, <laughs> one of the many phrases. Yeah. A lot of you are catching on that. I'm actually hitting some of these phrases. Uh, I think I've done pretty, pretty decent. I think I've hit all of them except for a couple that I, I had written down, but, um, I'm going to show that. Yeah. I'll show that I'm on. Hell yeah. YouTube didn't want to show it, but I'll show it. Um, Alex Coyne, I'm the only CPG fan. I lost my train of thought completely. If someone can get me back on the <laughs> on where I was going with that point. <laughs> uh, Dubé Zahorna Lewis. Um, could use a guy like Kachuk, yeah. I, or that guy in 13 on the other side tonight who didn't look slow, you know, looked okay with the puck. I know there's a soft spot. You're either on the, like, with the Johnny Gaudreau thing, you're on the fence. It's like, it's like jersey ads for me, right? Um like you're on the fence if you if you hate Johnny Gaudreau or you love Johnny Gaudreau or like Jersey ads you either hate him or you love him unless you're like the Leafs uh, except for the Leafs milk milk was a bad choice milk was just a bad choice uh, Toronto but anyway um, yeah it's uh, you're either on the fence you you love him or you hate him uh, I'm kind of I kind of land in the middle but yeah a guy like that would look great tonight it's funny because I I just there's so much shit in my head that just is it's frustrating um and you know you hear this you hear this coaching staff say yo you're missing speed we're missing skill we're missing this we're missing that we're missing this we're missing that um speed and skill <laughs> i can't read this chat you guys should try you guys you guys are catching on and making me laugh uh which is good stuff i'm gonna block the chat for a minute so i can actually focus and concentrate um it's uh, it's frustrating. I know maybe you know maybe we'll see Maddie Phillips tomorrow. The Leafs are a damn good team. I think they're on a 13 game point streak, which is pretty good considering their blue line is all in the fucking hospital or they're all hurt. Like the Leafs are going through some shit and they're winning hockey games. The Flames are going through some shit and they're just not getting any better. So I don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like. Um, I don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. It's going to be interesting. Uh, okay. Let's do some, uh, let's, let's, let's give something away here. We're going to, if there's any mods in the chat, uh, if we got Robert in here or if we have clay or anyone, um, I'm going to need some assistance with this one because we're going to be giving something away to, uh, to a lucky flames fan and a lucky uh, member. So if you guys want to get more people in here, it might help because you might see the giveaway answer. And we're not doing it based on the first person. We're doing it based on uh, a random, uh, a random selection. So uh, if there are any mods in here, it would be great. Just throw it in the uh, throw it in the old chat there, um, and we'll start the giveaway. But more people means you'll see the answers quicker, and you can just steal them from other people, and then you get your name in automatically to win. Uh, unfortunately, if you're listening on playback, <laughs> I apologize. You're not going to win anything. <laughs> so it's. Uh, it's a tough night if you're listening on playback, but whatever. Um, all right, let's uh, let's start. We'll start with what we're giving away. I'd said for you to guess two players who um, 
One plays currently for the Flames, and one is a former Calgary Flame. Uh, one is a fella that uh, a fella that James Johnson and I actually had the privilege to interview, who now plays for the Arizona Coyotes. So, the current Calgary Flame is uh, Dylan Dubé, and the former is Yuso Valamaki. This nice dual signed picture here uh, from their time at the World Juniors, which uh, was funny enough. We it's um, both of them were captains, both uh, teammates on the Calgary Flames. So your question is: the Calgary Flames' next game is against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, a team that is very near and dear to uh, SDPN, the SDP, and SDPN Sports. Um, name three players who played for both the Calgary Flames and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, get your responses in now. I'll get a mod. I'm gonna text Robert or someone uh, to get some uh, to get some help in here to try to pick a winner. Um, get your answers in there. Three players who played for both the Calgary Flames and the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, and you will be entered to win this bad boy. And you must be on uh, you must be on Twitter as well. You got to be able to reach out to me at Audie James uh, on Twitter, and we will get it shipped out right away. Lots of really good answers coming in. Um, I haven't seen a repeat answer yet. I mean, I've seen people repeat players, but no, nobody picked the same three yet, uh, except for Amon and then and then uh, Evan, which is <laughs> funny as we say that. Um, so as I mentioned, yes, the Calgary Flames next game. Uh, that's okay, Clay. It's all good, buddy. I can, you know what? I'll just I'll figure it out. It's all good. Um, the next Calgary Flames game is going to be tomorrow. They're going to play it back to back. So they finish up here in Columbus tonight, and they're going to head over to uh, Toronto. To take on the Maple Leafs tomorrow, um, at, I was almost going to call it the Air Canada Centre. That's what I've been used to calling it the whole time I lived in uh, in Ontario. Um, at the Scotiabank Arena to take on TJ Brody, Mark Giordano, some guys that used to play for the Calgary Flames but now play for the Leafs. Just saying. Um, yeah, they're going to take them on, and uh, it's going to be the second half of a back-to-back. We're going to expect probably Dan Vladar to start. It's going to be something. I don't know how I feel yet. Uh, the effort needs to be better than it was tonight against one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference, if not the worst team in the Eastern Conference. So it's going to uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also a little bit concerned, a little bit worried. Um, it's this team has it. That's the that's the biggest problem for me. This team has it. And they can keep up with. Some of the best teams in the league, like the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, they just need a, f- it's going to sound so cliche, they just need a full 60 from everybody in the lineup. So um, I will have your call tomorrow as well. I'll be joined by uh, my good pal AP, Andrew Pillick, uh, big Leafs fan. He's got his own YouTube channel, Andrew Pillick Hockey, um, and he also does a lot of uh, K-pop reaction videos. He's got almost... He's got to be close to 300,000, if not more, subscribers on that channel. Uh, he'll be on. He'll be. Uh, he's a wealth of knowledge. He's one of my oldest friends. I've known him since we were both four years old. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, let's see. Um, oh wow, somebody pulling out Riddick. That's a good. Uh, that's a good response there. Okay, get your answers in. I'll give you a couple more minutes for the signed Dylan Dubé and signed Yusuf Alamaki dual uh, picture here. Uh, we're naming three Calgary Flames who also played for the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, and then we will pick our winner and we'll put a bow on today's episode 
of Game Over Calgary. It was a lot of fun. Um, I flew solo today. I um, I did not. I, I tried to line up a guest. I'm going to still try to line up this guest because I get the next Columbus game as well uh, on the schedule. So I'm really trying to push for a really cool Columbus Blue Jackets guest. It's not I, – I, I feel like a lot of people might get who it is. It's not a media member, but it's someone who's involved with social media and stuff like that and um, content creation. So I'm working hard. Uh, this person and I follow each other, but he's very bad at answering DMs. So uh, I'm going to have to try to find alternate ways to get a hold of this guy via carrier pigeon, smoke signal, whatever the case may be. But it's going to be fun. Uh, it's Johnny's dad. No, it's not Guy Goudreau. Um, Jay, Insider Jay Muddy, you have guessed twice already. You can't pull the wool over my eyes. Okay, we're going to do this here. I'm going to shut my eyes. And then um, I'm just going to see whatever name the pointer lands on on my mouse. Three, two, one. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I can't see. Uh, the winner is, but, 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 where is it? Whose name is that? Uh, Evan H Haroon. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing Heron Haroon. Evan, the one who copied him on. <laughs> you have won, my friend. Uh, please be sure to, uh, somebody said Nasher. I don't know who that is. Um, but, uh, yes. We'll uh, we'll get that out to our friend Evan. I'm gonna put my uh, Twitter in the comments here, uh, so that you can DM me. You have to have Twitter, so please DM me at uh, Audie James, and we will get this uh, sent out to you right away. I have some mail that needs to go out, so you will uh, you will receive it pretty soon. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for stopping by and watching. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate all the feedback. Um, as Amon, congratulations congratulates Evan who copied him. Um, Amon, you get a, you get a pat on the back. You get a bro, you get the bro assist there for, uh, for giving him the answers. Um, so Evan, yeah, please feel free to DM me. We'll get that sent out to you right away. Thank you so much for stopping by and watching this. This means a whole heck of a lot to me that we got uh, this many people in here to look at this ugly mug, talk about, uh, the Calgary flames and how bad it was tonight. Um, hopefully it's better tomorrow when the Calgary flames take on the Toronto Maple Leafs. I will have your game over. As I mentioned, with uh, my good pal Andrew Pillick, AP will be joining me uh, to break down the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Calgary Flames, hoping for a better result tomorrow for Calgary. Not holding my breath because the Toronto Maple Leafs are very, very good right now. Um, again, thanks so much for stopping by. If you're watching live, hit the like button. Subscribe to SDPN Sports. Uh, thank you to SDPN Sports. Thank you to our friends at Sports Interaction. If you're listening on playback, uh, what do you got to do on playback? You got to like it. You got you to gotta rate it. You got to subscribe to the feed on whatever your preferred podcatcher is. Thank you so much, guys. We will talk to you tomorrow night when the Calgary Flames take on the Toronto Maple Leafs at Scotiabank Arena. Until then, have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.